Social Ventures Australia brings you this podcast from the SVA Quarterly, the leading management publication for the social sector in Australia. Hi, I'm Karen Pratt. I'm editor of the SVA Quarterly and I'm talking with Clemmie Baker from SVA's consulting team. Clemmie's here to talk about the guide Managing to Outcomes. So Clemmie, tell us about the guide. The Outcomes Guide is an easy, user-friendly guide to adopt an outcomes-focused approach. So organisations can use it to guide them through the steps involved with simple activities needed to adopt this approach. So what's the story behind the guide? So the guide has come out of work we originally were doing with the Department of Finance Services and Innovation. Uh, They were doing work with the New South Wales Social Innovation Council to develop a human services outcomes framework. We worked with them to produce a guide to support the whole sector to adopt an outcomes focused approach. And we also supported them to do an indicator library to help the sector adopt this approach. From that, we decided we would do a guide that would be useful for everyone. So it's not just focused on New South Wales or the human services outcomes framework. So this guide is a version that's applicable to anyone wanting to adopt an outcomes-focused approach. And why is adopting an outcomes-focused approach so important? We see so many organisations doing fantastic things. We think it's really important that they have clarity on what they're trying to achieve. We've got the idea in our mind of Shaquille O'Neal. There's a fantastic photo. Shaquille O'Neal is shooting a basketball. He's got a blindfold on his face. He probably will get that ball in the hoop because he's Shaquille O'Neal, but he might not. And he definitely would if he took the blindfold off. So we're all about getting clarity on what you're trying to achieve, understanding the outcomes you want to achieve, so then you can know whether what you're doing is actually working. You can test it, you can prove that it's working to other stakeholders, and if it's not working as effectively as it could, you can tweak what you're doing to improve what you're doing. And how will this guide support organisations to do this, to go on this journey? So the guide is as simple, plain language and accessible as possible. Organisations often think that they don't have time to do this sort of stuff, they don't have the resources to invest in um, a long carving out someone to do it or bringing in external support. If that's the case for some of those smaller organisations, this guide will help them to just take some simple steps to start doing it. It can be an iterative process, they can start small and grow from there. What are the articles that you've written for the SVA Quarterly about this? So the articles are chunks out of the guide and there are two articles. The first one's about getting real clarity on the outcomes that you want to achieve, so telling your story. What is the your story of the change you want to see for people from doing these activities with these people to changes for those people in order to achieve the ultimate impact that you want to have. That's the first article. The second article is about measuring that change. So once you're clear on what your story of change is, how can you start to collect the right data, it doesn't need to be necessarily more data, just the right data about those outcomes so that you can see whether what you're doing is achieving the outcomes you want to see. And then you can later move on to using that data to inform your decision making, to prove that what you're doing is right, or to improve what you're doing. Um, So can you give an example of 
an organisation has gone down this road in these sort of in simple ways, building it up slowly. We have worked with a lot of organisations that have done outcomes management and they've got varying capacities and a lot of them have taken different approaches. So if I go from right at the top, we've worked with government departments to help them build the capacity of the whole sector. Um, but on the other end of the spectrum, there are service providers who want to start small and really hear the voice of community in designing what their story of change is. So one organisation we've worked with, they ran their own logic model workshops and in the um, outcomes guide there's a section in there that talks you through how to run your own workshop. So they ran their own workshops with individual programs and they got the staff on the front line of those programs, they even got some of the families involved in those programs to talk about the change that they observe or that they experience as a consequence of the program. They ran it themselves, they, it was pretty informal, they um, had a, a framework that they were kind of plugging their answers into and so they came up with about eight of these mini logic models for the different programs. They then were able to look across all of those eight programs and look for trends so they could see that some of the, there were some common outcomes coming through that families had said are the key changes that they want to see as a, a result of working with this organisation, regardless of the program. So then they could roll all of that up and design a logic model that was relevant for their child services and family services and told the story of change that families want to see as a consequence of working with them. What are generally some of the challenges that organisations find in doing this and what are some of the tips that you share in the guide? And the articles to help overcome that? So I think a huge challenge for organisations is just getting started. Some organisations can't overcome the obstacle of feeling like they need really robust evidence sitting behind everything that they're doing. And evidence is fantastic, uh, but if there isn't the right evidence or if they don't have the resources to collect the best evidence, then at least collecting some data on what they're doing is going to give them more evidence than what they had before. Another big obstacle for organisations is the data collection burden. So mm -hmm. they're already having to collect things for funders, whether it's government or other, other funders that they have. And it's an obstacle thinking about putting a greater burden on their frontline staff by asking them to collect even more data. Often we find that the data organisations are collecting can be repurposed and can be used as an indicator to learn whether certain outcomes are changing. A super simple thing often is to look at the data you're already being required to capture and capturing that data both at the start and at the end of the program so you can see if there's been a change rather than just waiting to the end of the program to see what state people are in at the end. Another uh, challenge for organisations is the idea that the end goal in this might be trying to prove to government what you're achieving but a lot of the government frameworks that are out there are very top-down and focused on the outcomes government wants to see. A lot of the outcomes an organisation sees happening are much earlier on in the, the sequence of changes that happen for people so it's hard for them to see how they can plug into those ultimate frameworks. If the organisation doesn't get started and start to tell that 
story of change, it's harder for them to communicate with government to say this is the things that we have achieved. So again, we say just get started. We also think there's fantastic value in organisations really hearing the voice of community and designing their outcomes story. Uh, so don't be put off by the fact that your outcomes might not perfectly align with the government framework because you're still doing justice to the story of your stakeholders by telling their story and capturing the right data that tells the change of what's happening for them. So the guide and these articles sound as if they are really encouraging action and for people to start off on this journey. There are tips all the way through on simple things you can do. You can draw on the resources you've already got. Your frontline staff, your managers already know a lot of what's happening. It's just about capturing that. A lot of organisations we've worked with, the frontline staff have been found this a fantastic, um, rewarding experience because they've been able to share with the organisation the things they've observed over many years but they've never been asked to talk about. It's the real heart of why they're doing what they're doing, but they don't get to tell that story very often. So it's empowering for those staff members to see that that work is valued and that the change that they create matters. So using those resources, drawing out those stories, and then finding ways to capture data that can communicate those stories in a way that funders can listen to or in a way that you can observe change in that over time can help you to make changes in your organisation that matter for people. Related podcasts and articles can be found on the SVA Quarterly site, www.socialventures.com.au forward slash SVA hyphen quarterly forward slash.